0: That's our topic today, surviving this economic crisis, this economic crash. How do you survive? Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Speak English fluently, speak English powerfully, speak English confidently, speak English effortlessly. you will master English and you can use that for jobs. We'll talk about this to help you in the job market, the job market is probably going to become quite tough (laughs) this year so you need to do everything you can to improve your abilities we'll talk about this but anyway join my vip program when you join my vip program vip program you will speak english fluently powerfully effortlessly join at effortlessenglishclub.com effortlessenglishclub.com live on youtube today so the stock market massive crash. You know it's up and down and up and down, but uh, big, big ups, bigs downs, big up, big down. But overall, it's down a lot, a huge amount, like the worst in years and years and years. Certainly more than the worst in I don't know two years, three years. I think it was like thirty years. The crash it was, it was the biggest one. So this is huge and of course, bigger than the stock market. The stock market kind of gives us an idea. But the real problem is, of course, with the the Wuhan coronavirus is that all economic activity is stopping. You know, travel is stopping, right? International travel is completely stopping. All the flights are closing down. Maybe domestic flights are also going to be stopped, right? at least in the United States, domestic, within even domestic, inside the United States, they may be stopping flights. This may happen in other countries. So, of course, tourism industry is gone and dead right now. That's hotels, that's, you know, airlines, right? And, of course, restaurants, any place that depends on tourists, whole countries like Thailand that are very, that very much depend on tourism. You know, their economy is in big, big, big trouble. Okay, that's just the travel part. Uh, And restaurants are going to be hit very, very, very hard. Um, So, it's just going to, it's going to kind of ripple out, right? And it's going to affect the entire economy, right? The entire economy is going to just slow down to, you know, I don't know, not nothing, but it's going to become very, 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 very slow. Uh, You know, it's kind of like, this is called a depression uh, oftentimes. Um, So, bad news. What what does this mean? It means companies are going to be in big trouble and they're going to start cutting jobs. You can just guarantee that job cuts are coming and they're going to be lots and lots and lots and lots of people losing jobs, most likely. Right? Most likely. So, this is the true... (laughs) Uh, danger to most of you, most of us uh, from this Wuhan virus. It's not the virus itself, I don't think. I mean, there's some danger from the virus, of course, for certain groups, but it's the massive economic crash that is going to hit everybody. Right? Very few of us are going to die from the, uh, from the virus, okay? Okay. It's mostly people who are very old, who already have some serious health issues, things like that. Uh, but on the other hand, on the other hand, uh, the economic situation is obviously going to hit every single person and everywhere in the world. Everywhere. You know, they're clo- Saudi Arabia just closed all travel in and out of Saudi Arabia. I, almost every country in the world is closing their borders now and uh, ending international flights. So, what to do? What to do? Well, it's not easy. <laughs> um, it's not an easy situation. What's going to... Right now, you know, you just got to survive, of course, and hopefully your job, you still have your job right now. Um, but you've got to look ahead. you got to look ahead and realize that job cuts are coming probably and probably big ones so you how do you avoid being someone who gets cut if you get cut? How can you get another job, especially when lots of people are losing their jobs? so lots and, lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of people are fighting to get the few jobs that are available I mean this is tough um, if you're really serious about it, I'd recommend get my Business English course, seriously. I'm not just promoting it for for marketing, um, but that's really what the Business English course focuses on. And I can't teach you everything in a, in a free show, uh, you know, just in a short time, uh, because those, there's just so many strategies you can use. But I'll try to give you the basic ideas right now, though. Um, basically you need two things you need skills you need to have better skills than most people okay so you have to realize you're competing with lots and lots of other people Uh, you're competing to keep your job if you have a job already you're competing to keep it right if they start cutting people if they cut half the workers you want to be one that doesn't get cut right you want to be one they keep how do you do that you need to be better than the other people right at your job you need to be better you need to have more skills and I'll talk about what skills you need specifically but you need to have more skills and better skills than most other people at your job and it's the same thing if you lose your job or if you're looking for a job again in job searching you need better skill. you have to clearly be better than the other people people who are applying. You're competing against possibly hundreds, possibly thousands of other people. You have to be very clearly better than they are. Right? So, you need better skills. We'll talk specifically about this. And then, this is a skill, but I'm going to call it separate. You need to be great at marketing or selling or persuasion. We can put I'm just going to, I'll call it persuasion as the most general word, okay? But basically, you have to have excellent skills marketing yourself, selling yourself, because that's what you're doing. You're doing that to keep your job, if you have one already. And if you're looking for a job, a job search, you're selling yourself. You're marketing yourself and you're selling yourself. That's what you're doing to get the job. Those are the skills you need. A lot of people have no idea how to do this. And some people have a little bit of an idea, but they're too shy about it, they're uh, too worried, They're, they're afraid to be strong about it, they're afraid to be confident about it, and so they don't get great job offers, right? They don't have very good persuasion skills, marketing skills. You must be able to market yourself very, very well. This is the magic combination. All right. So, let's talk about more specifically skills, the first category. So, skills and marketing, right? So, when I say skills, number one, of course, the first kind of skills you need to be very, very good at are the specific job skills, okay? This is number one. You need to be really good at your job. If, you're, uh, if you write computer code, then you need to be really good at it. Don't Be lazy. You got to be better than most others. Okay? You got to be one of the top performers. Really, really good at it. If you're a graphic artist, you need to be really good at graphic art. Okay? This is obvious. I think we all know this. If you're a teacher, if you're a teacher, you need to be really good. Really good, meaning effective. Meaning uh, you get great results. Meaning your students love you. All of these things. Okay? So... That's I think that that part is very obvious. Most people kind of understand that yeah. You need to be really good at your job. That's the most obvious skill. But the these other skills I'm going to talk about are maybe less obvious. Number 2, you have to have great social skills. Social skills. This means great teamwork skills. You need to be really great at connecting with, at communicating with your coworkers and your bosses. Okay, really good at this. You need to know how to have great relationships with your bosses and your coworkers. Now, this is a very big one. And some people, especially I find technical people especially don't understand this sometimes or they don't they don't focus on this enough. So like let's say a computer programmer and they think, "Well, I'm great at computer programming and that's all that's important." No, it's not. Right. And maybe, maybe they're not, they're, they're not unfriendly, but they just don't understand how to, you know, be really good and at creating really good relationships with other people. Right. Like how to win friends and uh, influence people, like the skills uh, we learned in the seven habits of highly effective people, how to be a great listener, how to connect with people, how to build that strong emotional connection with people. How to have great communication, especially when you have a problem with somebody, when there's a disagreement. How do, you, how do you discuss that in a way where you solve the disagreement and the relationship is still very strong, very positive? And you need to do this with, of course, your co-workers, the people you work with, and your bosses, okay? When you do that, it means they like you a lot. I mean, basically, right? This is what these social skills do. It means you're very, very well-liked. And I think we can all, we all know in the real world sometimes that's more important than the jobs, the skills, the specific skills of the job, right? If so, maybe like again, imagine there's the boss and they tell him, you have to cut, you have to cut three jobs in your department, you have to cut three people. So he he has a hard decision, he looks at the people in his department. Right? And he starts thinking, well, who do I cut? Who do I cut? Of course, if somebody's really bad at the job, they'll probably get in cut. Okay? But then he might also just decide to cut somebody he doesn't like, right? If there's some, if there's an employee that is always causing problems, you know, just is not very friendly, maybe they're good at their job, but nobody likes them, the boss doesn't like them, they're probably getting cut. And then the third kind of person who can get cut is somebody who's basically, you know, pretty good at the job, uh, they're not unfriendly, but they're also not friendly, they're just a kind of there, you know, they don't have good close relationships with anybody, um, they don't cause problems, but they're not really well-liked either, so that person also has a chance of getting cut, just because of the social skills. So you see the point, right? You actually have to work at this. Some people don't like this. They think it's fake or something, but it's important, okay? Because you're working with other people, you've got to learn how to do it. So how do you do it? I would start with the two books I just mentioned. <laughs> they're they're very good about uh, the kind the skills of building friendships, building relationships. So The 7 Habits of Highly Effective People, right? We did that. The three of those habits are social habits. And the other uh, book is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. That's a classic, but also excellent. So, read those two books. But more importantly, you have to develop those skills. Those are skills you have to practice and practice and practice until you become really good at them. But do this. Because if you are one of the best people in your area, right? At your job. You have those great skills in the job and you have fantastic social skills, so the boss loves you, everybody loves you, really love working with you, now you've got an excellent chance of keeping your job or getting a new job if you're trying to do that. Okay, so very, very, very important. And then the third kind of uh, skills, kind of job skills, I would uh, put in the category I would call creative or unique call them unique unique skills what are these these are skills that are or abilities or knowledge that's not directly related to your job it's not connected directly to your job Uh, but may still be useful or helpful or gives you it makes you different in a good way makes makes you somehow more interesting and uh, you're able to solve problems better. You're able to uh, do things a little more creatively than others. You know, Steve Jobs gave an example of this that uh, in, kind of in one of his famous speeches, he talked about how, you know, and of course, he had to know about computers. That was kind of his main skill. But he talked about how he took a calligraphy class. He learned calligraphy, right? This, which is just the style of artistic writing, right? How to write, letters and words in a beautiful way. Well, that seems unconnected. That seems like it has nothing about computers, right? But in the speech, Steve Jobs talks about how uh, that skill he had helped him later in at Apple. It helped him to develop the fonts, right? The The letter styles in the Apple computer and how those letter styles were better than Windows and how it made the Apple text on the computer it looked better people just thought it looked better and the apple the early apple computers attracted artists and creative people because it just the text looked better it looked more beautiful so we talked about how this you know when it seems like that's a skill that's not connected to his job or his company computers but in fact this kind of extra skill allow, gave him an advantage it made Apple a little bit unique and it made Steve Jobs a little bit unique you know special so this this is where your you know interesting hobbies can be helpful this is where um, even skills that business skills that are not connected to what you do so if you're an accountant but you learn about sales that could still be helpful Uh, If you're an accountant and you learn about, I don't know, graphic arts, it might be helpful. Maybe you could design, uh, you know, when you do your accounting reports, uh, yours just look better. They look more beautiful Uh, visually. They look nicer because you have some artistic skill, right? You never know. So, constantly be learning things. Now, this is an area where English, for example, English could possibly even be useful. You might be working in a job. Maybe it's not an international department. Maybe you don't directly need English. But by having English ability, having a good English ability, maybe you can uh, use that English somehow in your job and it makes you different than everybody else in your department. It makes you different than most other people because you have a a natural, real ability to speak English. Not just grammar and textbooks, but a real ability to speak English. Of course, in some jobs, English will be an actual, you know, main job skill. If you're working in any international way, uh, any international department or projects, then English will give you a a nice advantage. But even if you're not working in international projects, It could still be useful, right? Like, for example, maybe you can just find information online about your job, about your projects, um, from books, from magazines, from bloggers, (laughs) from YouTube that that are in English and you understand them. So, you can get cool ideas and more creative ideas that other people in your department or other people trying to get the same job, they can't because their English Ability is not good enough. So, you're getting a, you have this whole source from the English-speaking world of ideas that others maybe can't get. This gives you also an advantage. Right? Now, I would add also in this, abil- this ability of um, kind of extra abilities, you could even say Fashion. This seems strange, but you know the ability to dress nice, don't follow my advice. Don't follow my example. <laughs> okay <laughs> but um but the if you if you really learned to be fashionable and to look sharp, to dress in a way that where you really look good and you go to your office every day, you go to your job and you just look better than everybody else in the office, then, psychologically it it seems like oh that's nothing but actually this can give you a nice advantage in the job market same at a job interview you go in and you just look a little sharper a little bit better a little more professional a little little more you know uh, neat and whatever word you want to use depends on the job what you're looking for but uh, this can give you an advantage an immediate advantage people they just have a better feeling about you so, this ability of, of of dressing well and fashion actually could be quite useful. It's very specific, however, of course. If you work in a bank, then you want one kind of fashion, right? You're going to want to look very conservative, but you want to look sharp, like just a little extra better than others who work in the banking industry. If you're working as an artist, then you're probably going to, you could dress again in a very fashionable, nice way. But probably in a very different way, a much more maybe colorful way, right? So it depends on the kind of job. If you're working um, as a, I don't know, if you're a builder and you're building things, (laughs) you know, building houses, again, you're not going to wear a suit, okay? But you could still look, you could have more of a rough, you know, practical look. But again, just that little bit can help, just your appearance. Okay so there anyway there there are many 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 ways to do this just thousands of hobbies and interests that are not connected to your main job that can still end up being helpful they make you different So that's our first category then these are all job related skills skills So the other category is marketing or persuasion This is why you want to be special you want to be, if you have all those things, well, you have one more thing you need and that you need to sell yourself, okay? So, you're great. You have great job skills. You have great social skills. You have some cool and interesting different skills, unique skills. Well, you, you need to know how to show that in a strong way, right? In a persuasive way, right? Because you can be great, but if nobody knows about it, Well, it doesn't help, right? It's just like in the business world. You can have a great product. If nobody knows about it, no one's going to buy it. You can have a great restaurant in a city, but if it's in a bad location, nobody knows about it, you're still going to lose money, even if the food is fantastic. So, you've got to find a way to market, to sell yourself, to reach people, to sell yourself, to be persuasive, so that they know you're great. Okay, and you have to do it in a way that is that of course that people like. If you're in in a job already, you want to keep the job. You still need to do some marketing. Okay, you you don't. It's you do it in a more relaxed way, not quite as direct. It's more indirect, but you want to be sure that your boss knows how great you are. <laughs> okay, now you're not going to say it quite so directly, um, but you know you, if if you're doing a great job you want people to know about it because you want especially your bosses okay because what if you do a great job but your boss doesn't know that you did it well then you might get cut because he has no idea that it was you he has no idea that you're so fantastic so you must have the ability to market okay to, to sell yourself in a, in a very positive way uh, that will help you keep a job or if you're job searching then you definitely have to do this now in a job search, you can do it more aggressively and more directly. Okay? It's expected, right? So if you're uh, writing a cover letter with your resume, well they expect you, they, they expect you to sell yourself. okay? They expect you to say good things about yourself. That's the whole point. If you're in a job interview, they expect you to be really good at selling and to say great things about yourself. Okay? So you can be very direct, but you need to know how to do it well so that you are, more persuasive than all the other people trying to get the job, right? Your cover letter is much better than everybody else's. Your resume is much better than everybody else's. Your phone interviews, your face-to-face interviews, it's all way better than everybody else because you're great at selling yourself, you're great at marketing yourself. That's pretty obvious for job searching, but if you already have a job, you're trying to keep it, you still need to do these same things, it's just you do them less directly, uh, less aggressively, right? Because if you do it too aggressively when you have a job already, it looks like you're, yeah, it can kind of look bad, right? It, can, it looks like you're trying to uh, maybe put down other people or something. So you, you do it a little less aggressively, but still, you just become good at uh, marketing yourself. This is why dressing great is one of, is a really nice way to um, market yourself. I've told this story I think I told this story in my business English lessons actually business English conversations lessons but I'll tell you this same story now I was uh, one of my jobs I worked at IBM the big computer company in the summer nothing special it was just a summer job for me but um, uh, I remember there was this you know I worked in this department I was just a student okay I was just a college student working there in the summer but um there were several, they, they made uh, videos. It was the video department. So, it was a little more of a creative department. They made, like, training videos for the company, right? So, you, the, in, the main people working in the department, they were the directors and some of the other people who, to make these videos. Well, most of the people in the department, most people in the department, they, um, they dressed a bit casually, right? Because they're directors, in their mind, they're more artistic, right? I'm kind of an artist, I'm a a video director. And, uh, you know, they they were allowed to dress more casually. Like, IBM at that time was quite conservative and usually people dress very nice. So, everybody, most people just dress kind of business casual, right? No, they didn't wear ties, they didn't wear suits, but they maybe just wore a nice shirt. But there was one guy, one director, who always dressed very, very, very nice. He always wore a full suit and a tie, okay, in the department all the time. And what's interesting is that everybody, everybody, the co-worker, you know, his co-workers, all the workers in the department, the other directors, and the boss, they all looked at him. He had the image that he was the best guy. He was the best one in the department, now, was he the best director? I don't know. I, I, I couldn't really tell. You know, I worked, I watched him work and I watched a few other people work. Um, it wasn't obvious to me that his videos were better. Maybe they were a little better. I don't know. But he, he, he looked different, right? He was unique. He was marketing himself. Everybody else was dressing kind of casual. He dressed nicer, sharper, more business-like, than everybody else. He just looked more professional. He looked more professional, so everybody else kind of just thought that he also was more professional. I think he was really good at social skills, too. He did a really good job of being well-liked by everybody. He would always walk around the office and talk to everybody and be really friendly, talk to the boss. So, you know, his directing skills, his actual video-making skills, I think were probably very good, I don't know if he was the best or not. um, But his social skills were the best and his marketing was the best. And because of this, he, uh, you know, everybody thought he was the best. He got promotions. He got more money. He did better. If they, if like right now, if, if let's say if he was working now and they had to cut directors, they would not cut him. He would keep his job. They'd cut somebody else. Right? So, you kind of see, this is just an ex- a, a small example of how these little things, they can all add up to give you a very powerful advantage in the very tough job market that's coming. Okay, An advantage to keep your job or an advantage to get a new job if you need to. If you need to get a new job, that's hard when there's lots of people trying to do it. So, you really must be much better than everyone else at these skills, both marketing and the other skills. Okay, let's get in and get to our um, live comments and questions on YouTube today. I'm back on YouTube, as usual. Okay, lots of people saying hi. And people noticing, yes, I shaved my beard finally today. Okay. (laughs) All right. Yeah, the world will experience two massive impacts as Quincy Dong the Wuhan coronavirus and the economic recession. It may go past a recession into a true depression. It's a massive drop. Yeah, every in- industry is suffering," says Susanta Podar. Susan, yeah, exactly. It's going to hit every single industry. It's going to be hit. It's it's like a ripple. Of course, the tourism and uh, travel industries are immediately destroyed. <laughs> okay, they're hit. I mean, just just looking at some of the stocks prices, you know. And of course, there's just they're complete. They're being. Crushed, right? Crushed means like squash, you know, like hit and destroyed. Sports act, sports. So sports is not such a huge industry, but, um, but tourism and travel are giant industries. So those are being crushed first, uh, hit really hard first. And then, uh, you know, hotels. You know, all these things, Uh, you know, conference industries, you know, people do conferences and seminars and all that kind of stuff. Those are all being, those are all stopped. Uh, And it's just going to, it's going to be affecting more and more and more industries and really everything. Globalization is coming to an end, most likely. Now that could be one of the, an an advantage. (laughs) That could be one of the good effects of all this. another good another good uh, result of all of this uh, this uh, coronavirus is that the Moroccan government has suspended school activities. students are elated super happy with the news and so am I yeah schools are closing yes that's that's a super benefit okay I'm gonna jump down to the bottom here and kind of go backwards here Looking more handsome today. So you like, everyone likes the shaved look, huh? Yeah, I look younger, that's for sure. Okay, let's see. Um. Yeah, okay, this is a good point. Cleefy, I I completely agree with what Cleefy's saying. I think independent learning helps a lot to be unique and special. Like a purple cow. Good book. Title. Check it out. Purple cow. Uh, In different parts of life. Business. Dressing well. Parenting. Friendship. uh, Psychologically combined. Yes. I agree. Independent learning makes you different. This is one of the ways you can be different in a good way. Right? Everybody else focuses on school learning. School learning. So, they're all learning exactly the same thing. So, they all think the same. When you're an independent learner, when you go learn things online, for example, then you are learning, uh, even if you learn the same thing, you're learning it in a different way. You're getting different ideas. You can be more creative and usually it's more effective too. So, it gives you a giant advantage. This is called, I think Scott Adams calls this uh, skill stacking. Stacking is to put on top of each other, like you make in a tower, right? You put one skill on top of another, on top of another, on top of another. It's called stacking. Skill stacking means that, okay, as I said, it's nice to have your main job skill, right? That's kind of the main one. You're good at it. That's what everybody does. They all go to school and get, so if you're an electrical engineer, let's say, what? what Electrical engineers, they all go to college and they study electrical engineering at a tech college probably and they get a degree in electrical engineering. So, they all have that basic skill. Of course, some are better, some are worse, but they all learn, they all take the same classes. So, how can you be really, really different? Well, that's when you start stacking skills. You start adding other skills on top of that. Now you might have you might get unique and special job experience which makes you different than the other electrical engineers or you might learn as i said you might learn business skills accounting sales it's not directly connected to electrical engineering but it makes you different it's you're stacking you're adding this other skill on top you have these two skills everybody else has the one skill that's the same this makes you different and unique and then yeah like Cleepy said uh, the way you dress your social skills right and you just keep stacking 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 all of these skills up and this makes you suddenly into someone who is uh, much 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 different than the average person in your area it's very powerful very powerful and, you know, the good thing is you don't even have, you don't need to be great at all of those skills. You just need to be good or decent, right? Your main job skill, yes, you need to be very, very good at that one. But, but when you start adding other skills that are special, that are different, you can just be a little good, right? Because everybody else doesn't know it at all. They don't have that ability. So, like, say dressing well, okay? You don't have to be like a supermodel, okay, you, you just dress a little nicer than everybody else. That's good enough. You don't have to be perfect, right? Your uh, your social skills. You don't have to be, you know, Tony Robbins. You can just be a little better than everybody else, and it'll it'll you will clearly be different and better. So that's good news. It's not so hard to do. okay yeah okay this is nice from lisa perhaps due to this crisis more people will change their lives and do what they've wanted for a long time but did not dare now they are forced to do it and that could bring some good life good something good to their lives Yes, indeed. I've discussed this idea, you know, before that many times, you know, blessing in disguise, a blessing in disguise. Many times in life, many times in life. I know just in my personal life, I've seen this many times in my own life, that things that seemed bad, that seemed terrible, that indeed I was very sad about and and very upset about when they happened. Later, I realized they were blessings. Because they, because they forced me to learn something new or change my life in some way or they led to some new opportunity. And because of that, now I'm much, much, much happier. So now I look back and I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm so happy I had that tough experience. And exactly, this, this could be. I hope so. Like I talked about yesterday, homeschooling. I'm hopeful that this could Uh, make homeschooling more popular because now people all the schools are being canceled i hope they're canceled for a long time i hope they're canceled for two or three months or longer because then parents will really need to start teaching their own children they'll really need to do home education and i hope a lot of parents decide oh this is not so tough let's do it all the time we don't need to go back to school. Even when the school's open again, I hope some parents, I hope many parents will not send their kids back. Who knows? We'll see. But I, that's it's a possibility. It's uh, I'm hopeful. Okay, Cardi asks, uh, can you tell me the best books to learn selling and marketing? There are a lot. Okay, for sales, Zig Ziglar. He's old school. Okay? He's got a lot of books. <clears throat> pretty famous uh, salesman and sales trainer so Zig Ziglar uh, I don't know specifically he has a lot of books so just just look do a search for Zig Ziglar on like Amazon or whatever bookseller and uh, you know pick read a few of his books about sales and sales skills marketing uh, someone mentioned Cleefy kind of mentioned Purple Cow that's a good book actually about marketing it's by Seth Godin purple cow um, yeah, start with those Joe Vitale oh there you go Abra just mentioned Joe Vitale in your book club yes Joe Vitale is, does marketing books he also does some motivational stuff but uh, he has some good ones about uh, marketing oh Dan Kennedy that's the other person I was trying to think of for marketing uh, Dan Kennedy is very good Another, we uh, what we call old school. <laughs> okay. Vladislav says, "Why does your sister still force her kids to go to school?" I don't know I wish she wouldn't but you know they're not my kids and uh, I want to have a good relationship with my sister so we just disagree my sister just kind of still follows kind of the mainstream stuff and believes it so I'm not going to uh, stress our our relationship by trying to convince her not to do it I've I, you know I have I have uh, encouraged her to try homeschooling she knows that I I will be doing it but um, yeah she's just not interested I don't know why I hope they will sc- close the schools forever, says Abra. Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be... It's not going to happen, but it would be great. <laughs> yes. Now, see, this is Okus' Good example. What do you think about the impact of learning new languages in order to have added value in the work market? which languages do you recommend? Uh, It's a great idea. So, I I think you mean more, like you're already learning English, right? You already know English. And now what about adding more languages? Yes, excellent. Again, it gives you added skills that most other people won't have. Especially if you have more than one foreign language. So, you have English plus another one or plus two more. Even better. Even better. Yes. Which ones? Well, there's kind of two ways to think about this. One way to think about it is in your job, in your job field. If there's certain, if there are certain languages you know would be useful that other than English, obviously, but in addition to English, like if you're in manufacturing, for example, then Chinese would probably be a useful one or Vietnamese or Thai, right? One A country where there's a, or in, uh, maybe Bahasa, maybe, you know, a, a language where, you know, a lot of manufacturing is happening. Um, if you're in software or, cust- uh, you know, like online services, you might consider, in addition to English, something like Tamil since, since a lot of Indians are uh, doing that kind of stuff. Um, the other... So, that's one way you could think about it. Or just pick a language you like. You know, because actually... Sometimes it's, you know, on one hand, yes, like if you learn a bit or if you learn a big main language that huge numbers of people speak like Spanish, right? Where you, if you speak Spanish, you've got all of the Americas almost, except for Brazil and North America. But um, so you, you could do that practically. But on the other hand, you, if you also, if you choose a small, very uncommon language. So on one hand, it's not common, so there's less demand on the other hand probably very 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 few people know it so it's, it's a great specialty so uh, let me think of an example <laughs> what's a very what's a small uh, a smaller country I don't know um, Burmese let's say Okay, so that's, that's not a common language for people to learn as a foreign language, especially if you live in Europe or America. Not a lot of people study Burmese. So, imagine you learned Burmese. Okay, so maybe you think, well, how can that be useful, right? Kind of like Steve Jobs in, in the calligraphy. But who knows? Who knows? Uh, since almost no one else in America knows Burmese, unless they're from Burma, um maybe you could find some very specialized jobs or projects. You know, maybe your company or another company uh, decides to open a project or a factory or some kind of business in Burma. Burma's growing, you know, and opening up quite a lot. And suddenly, nobody speaks Burmese except you. You suddenly have a great opportunity. So, smaller languages like that, could also be very, very useful and make you very unique. So, I would say just choose something that you are excited about. It's a lot of work to learn a language, as you know. It's easier if you are excited about it. Okay. Um, Arikari says, How should we know basic computer skills? I don't know how to use a computer because I'm from Burma speaking of Burma and my village didn't have a computer okay so hopefully you need to learn the computer skills you need you obviously have a computer now or maybe a phone so to learn the basic skills just play around okay they're kind of again they're kind of two levels of computer knowledge right there's the ability to use it just to use programs and then there's the ability to uh, make computer programs right to program them to create things Like, I can't create anything on a computer, okay? I can't, I don't know, I can't program. I know basic HTML, but basically, I can't. But I can use things quite easily. And how you learn to use computers, to learn software, to use different software, is I find the easiest way, I I don't take classes, I just play around. I just get if you have to have access obviously you have to be able to get it and you and try, play around but you just go even if you go to a library you go there let's say you're trying to learn um excel spreadsheet um you can you could get online you know excel how to use excel excel tutorial you know find get some basic ideas about how to do it uh but then just get excel or go to the library, find a computer that has Excel and then just start entering numbers and playing around and maybe if you have your own little business or even for just your own bank account, try to use Excel and create little formulas and things and by playing around and using it, you'll learn how to do it more and more and you just make, make mistakes and you figure stuff out. I find that's the best way is just by doing. That's what I recommend. Now, if you want to learn programming, I don't know. I can't tell you that. I don't know you have to ask somebody else (laughs) how can I improve my accent ask Heathcliff uh, try my pronunciation course is my quick answer right now I've done other videos about pronunciation look on my YouTube channel uh, or the short answer is get my pronunciation course uh, here effortlessenglishclub.com Yes, people commenting about Mindos is about my... I look different without my beard. Yes, I do. I know. <laughs> interesting. Russian with Max says, uh, a, there was a CEO wanted me to cut my long hair. I didn't agree and could not get the job. However, I found another way to realize myself in a much nicer way thanks to you. Yeah, very cool. So see, sometimes too, right? You can decide. Like if, you just kind of realize sometimes like, uh, you know, say something like that okay you cut your hair so a lot of people would say well why just cut your hair but if if it just feels really wrong maybe it's kind of a message in your mind telling you, you you don't need to work in that kind of business environment maybe it's not for you maybe if you if you have long hair and that's important to you it probably means you're more creative and you need to do something more creative Right. If it really bothers you, this idea of cutting your hair and dressing very conservatively, you're probably a creative person. So you need cre- to... It's, it's just your own intuition telling you, do a more creative job or a more independent job. So good for you. Congratulations to you, by the way, Max. Okay, Bezier says, uh, one can have a good salary job now, but I'm thinking he should make an investment for himself for trying to guarantee his future. I agree. By the way, one can add new properties and be different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. If you do have a job now, and, you know, you know, hopefully that continues for a while. Du- you know, now is the time, guys. Cut your expenses now. Make your life as simple as possible, right? Spend as little money as possible. Uh, it's a really good time to be ver- live very, very, very simply and to save money like crazy. And, uh, and then, you know, eventually you can invest in, you know, in whatever, you could invest in skills, right, and learning, so that you can you become better in all these thing areas I talked about. You could also actually do business investments, like uh, you know, the good news about the stock market crashing is there will probably be some great deals uh, once it's really gets nice at the bottom. I don't know if it's at the bottom yet; it may keep going down. We'll see. Um, or real estate or something. So it's a good idea. Like don't. now's the time to be to prepare (laughs) Hilal says I look younger without the beard yes I knew Yeah, Richard Aguilar says, uh, I believe three skills you need to be competitive and passionate about your work. Yeah, that also makes a difference. It's a good point because I'm talking about skills, but attitude is also important. It's a very good point. That attitude is important too. Okay, like if you're really good, you got great skills, but your attitude's kind of bad, like you kind of, I don't know. You don't seem very excited about your job. It's it's it makes a big difference if you're passionate and enthusiastic. People love that. It's it's perhaps we could call that a social skill, but it's a good point. Have a good relationship with your coworkers, right? Which I mentioned. Be authentic about yourself. Also true. Don't be fake. All this should be natural and real. You're not faking it. You're not pretending. It's it's coming from in, you know, from who you really are. Yeah, like I just, Mahdi says, my country, Saudi Arabia, closed all airlines. Yes, I just saw that. I mentioned that earlier. Yep. Should we withdraw our money from the bank? Mmm. I don't know. Maybe some. (laughs) Maybe some. Yeah, like, you know, this is kind of a repeat of 2008, probably worse, much worse than 2008. Back in 2008, the economy uh, happened exactly the way you said. People lost their jobs and only a few people could maintain their jobs. But see, here's the difference. In uh, 2008, it was just like a market crash that caused it, stock market. And then this led to other problems. this is being caused by uh businesses completely stopping right from this wuhan virus um so this is far more serious than that than 2008 far more serious than that yeah turkey stopped all activities i think all the governments around the world are going to do this Right, Alan Pro, I'm not sure what country you're in, but our government claimed tomorrow people should not go out of their house for 48 hours. Danny Khan with a very positive and true attitude. As we see through history, turbulent and unstable economic times often become great opportunities for business breakthroughs. Open your mind and courage. An open mind and courage are required. Indeed. Indeed. Be... An open mind, exactly. And not being afraid. That's exactly right. So, look. Most people are going to be freaking out. Okay? Most people are going to be afraid, panicked, worried, okay? And they're not going to think clearly. So, this is another way you can be quite different is just keep thinking to yourself, where are the opportunities? What are the opportunities? What are the opportunities? Keep asking yourself this question. Again, you won't see them for a while, maybe, right? But there are job opportunities, um, business opportunities, social opportunities, school opportunities, family opportunities, etc. Right? Keep looking for opportunities for improvements, for things that good that can come out of this and if you keep looking you will find it you will find some things and you're going this is going to put you ahead of everybody else who's just ah, buying endless toilet paper and is terrified and afraid Okay. By not panicking, by not being afraid, by looking for opportunities, by keeping a nice, you know, strong and stable emotions, you're going to be in a much in a much better position. You're going to be okay. You're going to be fine. So just, but just, but you just got to keep doing it every day, every day. It's not obvious in the beginning. It's it's going to take some time, but eventually you'll start. You keep asking this question. You keep looking for opportunities. You're going to start finding some, and then you'll start to feel a lot better. Oh, Kurdistan. Ellen is from Kurdistan. Australia canceled F1, says Scott. Yeah. Every, all all this stuff's going to get canceled. I guess the Olympics. Japan said they're not canceling the Olympics. We'll see. I mean, it's, it is in the heat of the summer. This probably will be finished in about two months, guys. Uh, but so we'll see. But for now, we probably have two very hard months. The problem is, as I said, the virus part is probably finished in two months. Um, But the bigger problem is the economic uh, impact. The economic problems are going to last longer than two months, right? Because everything is not just going to start up instantly two months later. Right, this is the problem. I mean, the the tourist industry, all those people losing their jobs in travel. Uh, I don't think people were suddenly just gonna whooom, and it's all gonna just start back at a hundred percent again. It's gonna take a while, and many of those jobs might be gone forever. Some of those companies may be gone forever. So uh, the longer term problem is economic. I'm not too worried about the virus, but I am worried about that a lot more. I'm worried, not the right word, but It's definitely a real problem. to add Kira's asking how to be great at sales. Sales, by the way, let me just talk about sales skills uh, because um, he's saying how should I do become an excellent salesman? How to persuade customers. Again, read the Zig Ziglar books. You've got to practice. This is the, the number one thing is you learn some of the basic skills from these books. Uh, there are lots of sales training books. That's just one I remember right now, Zig Ziglar. But, um, it takes a lot of practice. It's not easy. But, On the other hand, I will say this. I've said this before. I say this in my business English uh, course that sales skills are very powerful. You know, if you have your basic job skills, but sales skills will help you in all areas of life for your whole life. So, I highly recommend getting better at sales. Again, if you're not a salesperson, if that's not your main job, you don't have to become, you know, super great at it. You just need to learn some skills. Just become better. Become better than most other people in your job, in your field, in your area, right? So again, let's talk about computer programmers. I've I know a decent number of them, <laughs> and engineers. Okay, I, I've I've had a lot of friends who are engineers or programmers, you know, kind of technical. Most of them suck at sales skills okay they don't think it's important most of them are horrible they basically have zero skills in this area so if you just have if if you just had a little bit if you just had some very basic skills you would still be much better than all the other engineers and programmers right it would give you a huge advantage now of course if you were working in marketing then a lot of people will have that skill and you're gonna have to be much better And if you're a salesperson if you're actually working in a sales department well then you have to be excellent right that's your main skill so you've got to be a master how do you learn it again get the books and read you'll start learning a lot of the basic ideas of sales and how it works Zig Ziglar read a bunch of his books and but more importantly start using those ideas trying them out in your job in your life with everybody and you'll start to improve a little bit Yeah, here you go guys the pharmaceutical industries are going to do very well as usual the drug companies cost of testing for a coronavirus is 250 euro (laughs) yeah i wonder if they created the virus right (laughs) one person for one person the pharmaceutical industry the drug companies are making huge money as always the media helps the industry lie and scare the people indeed Okay, guys. That's all. So, to summarize. Learn those skills. Skills, skills, skills. Don't be afraid. Do not fear. Do not fear. Do not fear. But start preparing, okay? I talked this week earlier about preparing for, you know, disasters. Kind of the, the this two-month period where... You know, we could have some problems where you might want to have food and other things stocked up and ready, and prepare to keep yourself healthy um, without a doctors. But as I said, now you have to we have to look forward more into the future. As I said, I believe I'm not I don't I'm not an expert, but I believe in about two months this thing's over. But the economic problems are going to last for a while, and so. Now's the time, okay? Now's the time to do everything possible to prepare yourself. If you are someone who, you're an employee, you don't have your own business, right? So you need a job. If you have a job already, that, or if you're look, going to look for a job or are looking for a job, either way, use this time, this next two months when we're, you're at home. Now's the time. Learn some new skills. Two months is enough time. You know, with with a lot of work at home, uh, you can learn some new things, right? Work on your social skills. Get those two books I mentioned and work on those social skills with every single person you know. You can just practice them with your family, okay? So become better at social skills. Of course, keep improving in your main job skills. And then start, just learn something else. You just choose one or two things. Uh, English, of course, right? Keep improving your English. Do the, it's not too late. Join our speaking challenge. Get on Skype and start talking to people in English. You know, raise up your English level as much as you can in the next two, three months. This could become a big advantage for you for keeping your job or for getting a new job. Okay, so it's an opportunity It's an opportunity to make a huge effort. A lot of people will be sitting around at home watching TV, okay? A lot of people will just be watching movies and TV doing nothing. So, you can use the time much, much, much better to build those skills, to make a big jump in your English ability, to learn some other skills so that as the virus (laughs) uh, goes away, but the economic problems really hit hard, you will be in a stronger position, okay? So, good luck to you. Join my VIP program and, you know, do those VIP lessons every day. You know, now's a good time to do that. So, join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Do not fear, and I'll see you next time. Bye for now.